But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Bill Higgins has seen the highest highs and the lowest lows, but he's faced it all with a never-quit never attitude. You might as well strike out swinging because you ain't going to hit a home run if you don't swing, and you're not even going to have a chance at it if you don't step up to the plate. He wants to help you overcome whatever adversity you are dealing with in your own life. There are no limits to what your dreams can be. By sharing stories of redemption and strategies on living the best life you can live. Are you looking for some motivation and inspiration to get you on the path to success? Quitting is a learned behavior, not a natural behavior. Our natural instinct is to not quit. But we learn to quit because people talk us out of our dreams. You've come to the right place. These are the Comeback Chronicles. Welcome back to the Comeback Chronicles. This is Bill Higgins, and this is episode two of the Comeback Chronicles. I cannot overstate the importance of faith in your comeback. You know, while this isn't necessarily a religious show, I'd be completely remiss if I didn't include the significance of my faith as a cornerstone of my comeback journey. You know, to, to some extent, almost all successful people, at least the ones that I've studied, attribute their success to their faith and their dedication to their faith. Some wear it on their sleeves, like Tim Tebow, Heisman Trophy winner Tim Tebow, wears it on his sleeves. Others address it far more subtly. Uh, but to me, there's no question that a strong-rooted faith and a practiced faith in God is vital to a successful comeback. So while I'm, I'm a practicing Catholic, for purposes of your comeback, when I refer to faith in God, I refer to your religious beliefs. In AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, which is a proven 12-step program to recovery from alcoholism or any type of addiction, um, a belief in God, or as they usually stated, a higher power, is a cornerstone of, of a successful recovery. Step three in AA says, I made a decision to turn, we made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to God as we understood Him. Uh, th there's a reason that that's a big part of recovery. Uh, it's because it works. Coach John Wooden, uh, highly regarded as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, basketball coach of all time, has developed a pyramid of success, which contains 15 building blocks of success. And in those 15 building blocks, he says faith is the mortar. And in fact, he actually puts faith at the apex of his success pyramid. Now, you've, you've heard the phrase in the past, uh, there's no atheist in a foxhole. You know, that's true. And, but it, uh, sadly, uh, for most of us, um, we don't really focus on that faith until our back's against the wall and we need it. Um, so I'm going to share with you a little bit about my faith journey and how it's helped me uh, and has been an integral part of, of my comeback journey. I grew up going to Catholic school. I went to Catholic elementary school, high school, even Catholic, Catholic uh, college. I graduated from Villanova University, which is a Catholic school. Growing up, I was an older boy. Um, I never missed Sunday Mass, primarily because I was, I was required to. Well, my parents made sure I got the Mass every Sunday. Um, as I said, I was an older boy. I'd serve morning Mass um, throughout the week, sometimes as early as 6.30 a.m., uh, in fact, that, that I always enjoyed that, getting up early and going to Mass. And I'd see the, 
the older people who were sitting in church and um you know they were there it was always almost always older people who were there and i always respected that they were that committed to their faith that they were ever there every day somewhere in the back of my mind i i always thought that you know that'd be nice if i went to mass every day um i think i'd, I'd get something out of it but as i got older Unfortunately, I so slowly kind of grew away from my faith. I got, you know, other things going on. Still went to Mass when I could, but didn't make it a, a priority to get there uh, every Sunday. And, um, you know, I started to find myself distancing myself from God. But every time in my life where I had a difficult time, I turned back to God. And it was, uh, you know, He was there for me, as always. Um, and, uh, you know, that that's a, a vital part of, of of you know of our faith that we're God's always going to be there for us. You know, we go back to to uh you know, when we have difficult times and we we turn back to God, he's always there for us. And uh as a kid growing up, I remember this poem my mom gave it to me when I was was a kid and it's always stuck with me. It's called Footprints in the Sand. Footprints in the Sand. And I'm going to post a copy of it on the Facebook page because I think it's something that can help anybody when they read it. But I'm I'm going to read it to you here. Footprints in the sand. One night a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonged to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand and he noticed that many times along the path of his life there was only one one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I needed you the most, you would leave me. And the Lord replied, My precious child, I love you, and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. This always struck me as, uh, you know, something that it hit close to home. It hit my heart because every single time in my life that I've had difficulty, I turned to God and he was there for me. He helped me get through those difficult times. And no matter how many times I, you know, let that go by the wayside afterwards and, you know, didn't, uh, that didn't practice my faith the way I should when I'd go back. You know, God was always there to help see me through those difficult times. So uh, just, you know, a couple things that have happened in my life that I always uh, turned to God. And, you know, when the chips were down, I, I knew he'd be there for me. I remember when I took the bar exam, uh, probably was at a time that I wasn't going to mass as often as I should. But uh, the morning before I went to take the bar exam, I stopped by the church, knocked on the door and asked uh, uh, the pastor there at St. Helena's Church, where I was in my parish church growing up. Uh, to, uh, you know, give me a blessing, and he did, and I was fortunate enough to pass the bar exam. Now, you know, God isn't, it's not magic. God's not a miracle, I mean, God is a miracle worker, but it's not magic. You don't just go and, you know, all of a sudden uh, everything falls into place um, because you got a blessing. But, you know, having that blessing, you know, let, lets God know that you're thankful for, you know, what he's done for you in your life, and, that, you know, you know that you need him there to help see you through this. And if you put the time in and the work in, you may have a successful result. But it's not it's not magic if you, you don't you don't uh, pass the bar exam by not studying and just uh, saying a few quick prayers to get there. The prayers are really to ask God that, you know, you get the benefit of the hard work that you've put into it. Um, so, 
you know, people who don't believe don't seem to understand that. Um, and they, they think it's, you know, asking for God's help is that you're somehow asking for magic. All you're asking for is God to guide you uh, along the right path and make sure that, um, you know, the, the benefits of your hard work pay off or, you know, asking for that guidance along the way. Um, and I only share that with you just to tell you where um, faith has been in my life. So uh, to kind of fast forward to where I'm at now, about two years ago, it's been about two and a half years ago is when I realized that uh, some of my troubles were coming to fruition and um, I was going to be facing a, a, a difficult career uh, setback because of some mistakes that I made, which I talked about on a prior podcast. Um, but uh, I, I was helping a statewide candidate for office. He was he was here in Bedford and he was uh, he was running for office and uh, I was going to a couple of events with him. And when he first got here, he said to me, hey, where can I go to mass tomorrow morning? And uh, I told him, you know, where our local church was, St. Thomas. I, I told him I had an 8, uh, 8 a.m. Mass there. I, I happened to know that, but I never really went myself. And um, I said to him, uh, you know, I said, do you go to Mass every day? He said, yeah, I do. And uh, it really struck me because here was a person who had been a great success in his life. Um, he was running for statewide office. And he told me that, you know, he made sure that he got to daily Mass every day. And, uh, you know, I said, yeah, that's something that I should probably try to do. It's a half hour of your time every morning. It's a great way to start the day. Um, you know, it's just a half hour less of reading your email or looking at Facebook, social media. So I, I actually started to do that right after that. I started going to daily mass. And like I said, it was at a time in my life where I was dealing with some real personal difficulties and struggles. So I, uh, it helped me through that. You know, I'd go to mass in the morning and I, you know, I'd pray to God to help see me through this and help me make the right decisions and, you know, just thank him for um, what he did for me. And um, as I, you know, I've heard in the past, as you draw closer to God, God will draw closer to you. And I felt that. I felt that in everything that I was doing and it really helped me through uh, some difficult times in my life. And I've continued to do that for the last two and a half years. And it's actually really been rewarding to me. You know, I've, I've been to different churches, uh, you know, if, if I'm, I'm away for training. When I was in Wildwood all summer, I got to Mass just about every day uh, down there, rode my bike to Mass, so I got some exercise in, uh, went to Mass, rode my bike back, so it was a little more exercise, kind of um, got, got my spirituality and my health taken care of before 9 o'clock every morning. It was really re rewarding to me. I've, like I said, I've been to all different churches, met all kinds of uh, different people at those churches, and it just feels good to start your day that way. Now, I'm not suggesting that you need to do that in your life. But what I am suggesting is when you have uh, something difficult in your life, a cornerstone of your comeback will be your faith in God. Um, and, uh, you know, just share my story with you. Hopefully it benefits you in some way. I will add one other thing, and I, I don't know. I, I, I tell you this, um, and I'm not sure this was intentionally planned, by uh by the writers of uh the movie but if you if you've ever seen rocky i'm a big rocky fan i'll probably make countless references to uh rocky throughout the course of the comeback chronicles podcast because he's uh is rocky balboa has been a big influence in my life just watching the rocky movies kind of have come up uh as i've grown up you know the, the first movie came out in 1978 i was four years old and uh, as I've grown up every couple years, like clockwork, you get a new Rocky movie. So uh, I feel like I've grown up in the uh, Rocky Balboa saga. But I want to tell you something that, that stands out to me about faith. If you, and, and there's a couple things throughout the Rocky movies. Rocky always blesses himself before every fight. 
Um, he's clearly a religious man. He gets married in a church. Um, but in Rocky one, he goes the distance with Creed. He does, uh, he does say a prayer the night before, um, when he goes to the arena, he just says he just wants to go the distance. Um, and, uh, he does, but he doesn't beat Creed in Rocky two. He beats Creed. And there's one thing that's pretty significant, um, that happens in Rocky two that doesn't happen in Rocky one. And that, that's this. Rocky goes to see Father Carmine for the blessing. You remember he drives up in the car right before he's going to the fight. Father Carmine comes. Yo, Father Carmine. Father Carmine says, Rocky, what are you doing? You're supposed to be at the fight. He says, yo, Father, if you just throw me down a blessing real quick. Um, you know, it's, it's somewhat um, silly. It's somewhat funny the way that that plays out. But it's also uh, quite striking that, you know, Rocky finally beats Creed when he goes to get his blessing before the fight. Just something that's always stood out to me over the years and something I share with you because, uh, quite frankly, I think at the end of the day, that was the difference maker. I don't think Rocky trained any less, uh, worked any less hard um, from, from the first fight to the second fight. But what he did do was go to God and ask him for that blessing. So um, just something I share with you now. In the first few episodes of the Comeback Chronicles, basically what I intend to do is just share with you another um, aspect of what you can do to help you in a comeback when you have a serious setback. Uh, we talked about, um, I, in episode one, I talked about how I got in this situation and uh, what you you know what you need to do to set yourself up for a comeback. And over the next course of the couple episodes, I'm going to talk about faith, family, friends, attitude, and taking those small steps to lead you on the path to your comeback and a successful turnaround. So uh, I look forward to uh, coming back to you again to join you for our third episode of the day of the, I almost said the Never Quit Podcast, because that's why I put together 50 episodes of the Never Quit Podcast. I'm kind of in that routine. But uh, still bring that Never Quit attitude to the show, and uh, always remind my audience to never surrender, never give up, and never quit. Remember, tomorrow isn't promised, but today is. Get out there and make the very best of it. Your best days are still ahead of you. Thanks for listening to the Comeback Chronicles. If Bill has motivated and inspired you today, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Comeback Chronicles. If you want to book Bill as a speaker for your organization, email him at bill at billhigginsjr.net. Hope you'll come back for more inspiration from the Comeback Chronicles.